Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. It is by our choices that we decide who and what we want to be, and by our words and actions that others know us too. J.K. Rowling Hey everyone and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. Today we are diving back into the idea of accepting our limitations. Today I want to explore the more practical application versus the more temporal or idea-based that we stayed in last episode. But before we jump into this episode, please, can you take two seconds, rate and review the show wherever you're listening to it right now. It helps my analytics and helps me move up the charts, which makes more people find the show. And I want the Fiendster Zoo between more ears. As well, if you could share the zoo with someone this week or on social media, Share your favorite episode, whatever. Just don't forget to add the hashtag TheFeenstraZoo or tag me at TheFeenstraZoo anywhere you're on social media. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump back into this great idea. Quick recap. Remember, you can't do everything. It's just not possible. Every single person, everyone you know, has limitations on their life and it starts before they are born. We spend a lifetime choosing the things that limit us. Then we pass away. (laughs) It is a shockingly cynical way of looking at it and kind of bleak, but it's the truth. Back to the good part. Once we realize that we are not limitless, and we put words and names to our limitations, we can find not just ways to work around them, but to work with them, and in some cases, make them work for us. Listen to this. Okay, there's, there's a lot of things in your life that you can't control, but there's more things that you can control. You can learn what you can and can't control, but try not to focus on what you can't, try to focus on what you can. It's a little convoluted, but it'll make sense. The things that we can control, that is the space we can learn to grow. That is the space that you can exceed people's expectations on your own life, and you can exceed the expectations you put on yourself. Alright, first off, I want you to identify your limits and your weaknesses. Really put words to them. We're going to try and strengthen what we can, but I want you to really lean into what you already have strengths in. Let me put this a different way. So you hate public speaking? Maybe get a little bit of stage fright, but you really feel like you have something to say? Well, welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. Start a podcast and send me the link, because I'm always looking for a new show to listen to. You may be scared to try something new, but you have a friend who is already involved in that thing. 
You see, friendship is a huge strength in your life, and it can help us push past or work around what limits we've already chosen on our lives. You may want to pick up running or an exercise regimen, but think you don't have the time. Well, that really becomes a priorities problem. What do you need to shift around in your schedule, or maybe trade out of your schedule, to make that happen? Let's talk about that for a minute. How to set your schedule. Have you really sat down and gone through your schedule and found out how much free time you have? Did you know that pre-COVID, the average adult consumed about five and a half hours of screen time each day? TV, smart devices, whatever, what have you. Do you think that's gone down over the past couple years with COVID? No, a, a study done early this year said that the average adult in North America consumes about 7 hours and 55 minutes of screen time each day. If you recall from last episode, outside of work and sleep, we only have about 9 hours a day to maximize our potential. And the average North American spends just shy of 8 hours on a screen. Tell me again, you don't have time in your week for a run or a workout? I have two exercises that I've done in my life in the past and they help me out a lot. They help me maximize the potential time in my weekly schedule. First one, pretty simple. Take one week and journal everything you do. Log times for every task you do. Drive to work, watch TV, play on my phone, watch a movie, ate, slept, whatever. Log literally everything you do. Try not to alter your, your habits and your schedule too much. And just log everything you do in this journal. The reason for this exercise is to identify those places in your life that you can better use. That way you can maximize your oh-so-limited time. The second exercise is a bit more proactive rather than reactive. Look over your week and write down everything you do in a single week, but write it on a cue card or a post-it note. Then create yourself an oversized calendar and start arranging your activities start to finish and really set out your perfect week. Start with your non-negotiable things, putting them in your calendar like sleep, work, eating, Bible study, church, date nights, family time, then move down a tier. Sports, hobbies, whatever, etc. And just keep going and just go tier by tier. And then if there's time in your schedule, look at what's left on the table. Do you need to trade things out that are already on your calendar? Or are you going to leave those things on the table? Maybe you couldn't even get that far down. Maybe after your top tier things, you know, work, eat, sleep, date night, family time, maybe there's nothing left. The purpose of this is to develop a plan for your perfect week. 
to maximize your efforts and to best utilize your largest limitation, that of time. Let's switch gears a little bit here. What do you focus your attention on? What is it that you give all of your mental strength to? Because that's what you're going to become. If you continue to focus on only your limitations, you'll become oppressed and limited in everything you do. Not to mention you will likely become depressed and riddled with anxiety. Your attention as an adult in 2022 is a product to be bought by any number of social media companies, streaming services, apps on your smartphone, not to mention movies, video games, TV... It's nothing but a product to be sold. Your attention is a multi-billion dollar industry. Go back to my old episode, uh, season two, episode four. It was the digital carnivore. I think it was beware the digital carnivore. I took a much deeper dive into this, and I think it's a really, really impactful podcast or subject in general if you want to go back into it. The broad strokes on it is basically that. You're being attacked and your attention is being sold by every company that is attached to your phone. Bottom line is yes, you pay for this phone, but it does not work for you. My suggestion is a digital Sabbath. One day a week set apart for a tech-free day where you focus off that little screen and at the very least get family focused, but even better, a literal Sabbath, a day set apart to worship God. Now, I mean this more as John Mark Comer put it, worship meaning the grateful recognition of God's presence or creation. He said that in his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Pick up that book. It is life-changing. You see, it doesn't have to be a day of singing worship songs, reading your Bible, and praying. Although these things are great, and I definitely suggest doing them. It doesn't have to look so legalistic. Spend time designing your perfect day without tech. Time at the beach, walking in the woods, games with your family, feasting all day, long naps, reading, whatever your perfect day is. Stack pleasure upon pleasure in any way that you can recognize God's presence. The point is to set a day apart from the rest of your week to be in the presence of God and to detox from the hustle and from that assault of your senses that the tech companies have designed to take all of your attention. I've got some fun stats for emphasis on this. I found these on the North American Therapy Association website. The average attention span of an adult in 2022 is 8.25 seconds. How terrifying is that? You don't believe me? 
The average goldfish attention span is nine seconds. Guys, we are losing to goldfish. I don't know how they measure the attention span of a goldfish, but if it's true, this is a terrifying statistic. Here's another one. The average adult picks up their phone 1,500 times a week. It doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that is once every 5.5 minutes. Remember, all of these are averages too, meaning that some people are much better. Great. But it also means some people are much, much worse. I will let you judge which way is better or worse in this situation. Let's bring this back to center a little bit. What should you be focusing your time and attention on? What limitations should you choose and choose to accept in your life? Keep in mind that every time that we say yes to something, it also means saying no to a thousand different things at the same time. Here's a short but not at all exhaustive list that I think will help you focus your week a little bit. A career. Definitely something good you should focus on. Not necessarily careerism. I don't want this to be your number one in your life because then you become a workaholic. It's a different type of addiction. Whole different topic there. But find something that you can enjoy with a good work-life balance that makes sure your bills are paid. And focus on that and let that be a good limitation in your life. Next, set a weekly schedule that is designed for your success. We explored this a bit earlier. Go back five minutes to a recap if you need. In your schedule, make sure that you are planning for time with your spouse and your children. Date your husband or wife. Actually date them. Pay attention to them. Be a student of them. Do the same thing with your children. Take the one-on-one -on -one time. Read the extra story at night. Put time in your schedule to actually give to them. Be a student of them. They are changing every hour, let alone every day. Be a part of their life. You don't want to blink and suddenly they're 16 and you don't know who they are or who they're dating or what they do for fun. You want to be a part of their life. You want to pour into them and help them grow, help them become mature adults, not just be a bystander and suddenly you're walking them down the aisle. Next one. Accept the season of life that you're in. You might be in school, you might be a young adult, middle-aged, retirement. You might be a newlywed, a parent. You might be a renter, you might be a homeowner. Whatever it happens to be, know where you are in the walk of life. And learn to accept what that means. You could be a new parent guess what? Your schedule just changed drastically. You could be in your early 20s in university 
and you have time for one coffee break a week between studying because you're trying to become a doctor. These are all limitations on your life, but it doesn't mean they're bad. You need to learn where you are, accept it, and how to thrive in that spot. Be thankful for what we have and leave the rest behind. And before I get a bunch of hate mail, I recognize that life is messy and we don't always get to just check a bunch of boxes and that happens in our life. Especially when it comes to career and wage choices. So I get it, you might not be able just to sit down and decide that I want to work a 9 to 5 and get paid 100000 a year and blah blah blah. I get that. It doesn't happen for everyone. It certainly hasn't happened for me. But again, it's focusing on what we can change and not focusing on what we can't. It's being grateful for what we have, not stewing and just letting our minds seethe with anger over what we don't have. See, that's the whole point of this episode and the past episode is accepting where we are and learning to thrive where we are. C.S. Lewis had a great quote that helps me recenter every now and again. It says, There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind. I find this by accepting where we currently are, identifying how we got here, and taking steps to better where we are and to better our futures. Limitations no longer hold us back but actually can help us surpass our previous expectations for ourselves. There's a line that I've bounced off Shalane several times saying that our lives are perfectly designed for the results we're getting. This meaning in my life anyway, that what I've done in the past, what has created my current circumstance and everything I do in my day-to-day -day life is perfectly designed to get the results that I'm currently receiving from life. If I don't like where I'm at, I need to change something to get a different result. If I'm coming home unhappy from work, overworked and underappreciated, I need to change what I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life, in my 9-to-5, to receive a different result. If I don't want to come home unhappy, I need to change what I'm doing. That might be as simple as requesting a transfer inside the same company, or it could mean a new career altogether. But I need to change something to get a different result. Let's put this a different way. If I am currently unhappy with my dad bod, because, mm, yeah, I got one of those right now, I need to change my diet or my workout regimen, or pick one up in general, to get a more trim physique. Cause and effect. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. 
I can't help but to want to leave this series here, at least for now. I'll probably pick up this series again in the future as my circumstances change and I gain new insights into this, into this whole idea. But before I sign off here, you know I have to ask one more time because it is important. Please rate and review the show wherever you're listening. Share the share the podcast with someone this week. Or put your favorite episode out on your social media and say, hey, check this out to everyone on your friends list. That would mean a ton to me. I would really appreciate getting the Fiendster Zoo into more ears. But for today, that's enough. So go and have a great week. I love you guys. God bless.